Welcome, everyone, to Doing Business with a Servant's Heart. This show is all about serving and, for some of my guests, overcoming major struggles. I am fired up and pumped today. I have my guest. I've known her for a few years. We met at a networking group and have always stayed connected with her because she is true servant in business and in life. Jacqueline, welcome to the show. Hi, Steve. Hello, everybody. Nice to be here with you guys. Well, this is exciting. We talked about before the show. Let's get right into it. Where you started from. Yeah, so I mean, we definitely did a lot of talking about that, but I started out in my career. So I am a life coach and a business development consultant, and it definitely came from an evolved process, right? I feel like everybody has an evolved process. So the journey that I did start on was in network marketing about 17 years ago in direct sales, um, got really good at that and built a team to over 8,000 people with several leaders that were in place and just killing it in their their financial lives but also being able to have that time freedom so that's kind of where I started my journey that evolved to where I'm at today what's some of the struggles that you dealt with before your business you started your business the struggles that I had before my business let's see I'm like personal (laughs) (laughs) oh absolutely because I think they're tied together So the one thing for me, so I'm a mom of five kids and a big majority of my kids' lives, I was a single mom of five kids. I am not now, but that's that's a whole different story. But at that time I was, and what I realized really quickly was that working a nine to five was never, ever gonna be enough money for five kids. And not only was it never gonna be enough money for five kids, the nine to five wasn't, bringing me home. It was not enough money to bring me home, you know, to at the end of the day, I had to work two, three jobs at one time, um, just to live the so called American dream and not have any time on my hands to actually spend with the kids, right. So that was my biggest struggle. And in that big struggle, I, I understood that I needed to start a business of some type and have some type of leverage. And when I started to build my business and have that leverage, Then I also started to see that there was other struggles that I experienced and that I faced as I started these businesses. And then other people started asking me to come and train their companies. And that's how I got into consulting, asked me to come and train their companies uh, from my experience of building teams and cultures and organizations and that leadership and building leaders. And then I that's when I really saw the need in the market space for consulting and for helping other companies. And so, you know, and that right there was allowing me to be flexible with my, my time for my kids and really schedule my life around my kids. So the first problem I solved was being, being able to be flexible for my kids, be at their school meetings, you know, whatever that they had going on but also being able to solve a problem in the market space was really important to me. And it became my passion. Have you seen people overcome debt and how did they feel when they did? Uh, Overcome debt with their business? Personal debt. Oh yes, definitely. I mean, it's a lot of people, I think when they get into business also is like, you have this passion, you have this dream and this idea to start a business and you're like, yes, gun ho. And, and then all of a sudden the money comes in, and you're like, hey. then at the end of the year, cash is in, you're like, no. <laughs> what happened there? Yeah. And so nobody really prepares you for that type of 
that type of money or that type of income. And I know firsthand uh, when I started making a lot of money and I put my trust into uh, a, a partner that I had and getting the taxes done, well, the taxes didn't get done correctly. And I ended up owing $200,000 to the IRS as a mom of five kids. That was really, really hard. So that was a big lesson for me. So now when I do coaching and I do my consulting, even if they're a startup or they're a bootstrap, you know, business from idea concept to launch, that is the first thing that I put in place. What are we doing for payroll? How are we doing our taxes? Who's your tax person? You know, and that is so important to me. And I really drive home the importance of do not be stuck in this financial rut at the end of the year and not know how to do it or not have the money to pay it or how have options. The, right. How much has your experience helped you with your coaching? Oh my God. Tremendously. Really? Everybody that I coach with, they're like, I didn't think about that. You know, I've worked with people that have turned their hustle into a full-fledged business and they're making in revenue over a hundred thousand dollars a year and they have nothing set up for their taxes, payroll, like anything like that. And it's, you know, those are so important. So being able to bring that to light for people that are already making money. I know somebody that Oh, they made over a hundred thousand, but they owed 30,000 to the IRS. And that, that just should not be, you have to be able to take, take more money home, but also learn your tax. You know, there's a lot of tax breaks for business owners. So knowing, having the right tax person, I'm not a tax person, but having that right person in place is going to be crucial. So you hold them accountable, which is fantastic. Yeah. And that's yeah. huge. What you do, you have a bold statement on your uh, website. Five steps to building a million dollar business. I love bold. I can eat and drink bold and I love it. Let's talk more about that. Yes. So definitely when you think about, here's the whole process of it. So the company that we're doing and building out is called Entrepreneurial Empire. And as an entrepreneurial empire, a lot of times what I see, and again, I've worked with startups. I worked with individuals. Um, all the way up to Fortune 100 companies and everything in between. But you see that there's this humongous gap. And that gap is people go into it with a hustle. And that hustle in mind is, I just want to make an extra 100,000. I just want to make an extra 200,000 with my what I'm passionate about doing, you know? But they never go into it with the end in mind. And the end in mind shouldn't just be about growing that business, but it should also be laying out an empire for yourself. And I say that because I think about for me personally, it's like, okay, I've been involved in real estate, bought multiple houses throughout my life, you know, and I think about my kids. So a, a big portion of my reason what drives me is obviously my children, right? But it's like, what am I going to leave for them? What legacy am I leaving for them? What uh, empire am I leaving for them to step into if they want to when they get older? And so that's been a really big driving force for me. And so that's what this whole um, plan is based on is entrepreneurial empire. How do you build yourself an empire? Are you just throwing all your eggs into one basket and building a massive business? Or are you diversifying? And do you even have that, um, that mindset on to think diversified? Do you have that mindset to think really, really big with your business? Or are you trying to stay a mom in a pop shop for the rest of your you know, career? And I always tell people, if you're trying to stay a mom in a pop shop for the rest of your career, it's going to be really hard because that is kind of like staying in the, the mode of hustle mode all for 30 years or so, you know? So what are you investing in? How are you um, building that income? 
And here's my biggest thing too, Steve, seriously, your money needs to be working for you. You should not be working for your money. Your money has to work for you. And so that is where, where the premise of entrepreneurial empire comes from. You shouldn't just be building a business for that money to go on that vacation to you know pay your mortgage. It should be paying for the rest of your life and your kids yeah. and your kid's life. <laughs> so another bold word is empire. Not a lot of people use it. Why is that word part of your 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 business? Yes, I know. A lot of people say that. They're like, well, that's pretty baldy. Great. I love it. You know, so I get the I get one end of the spectrum with, wow, that's baldy. I love that statement. And then I get the other hand, that's just doesn't exist. Empire doesn't exist. And I'm like, wow, okay. <laughs> so, and that's really ever in between. It's either one or the other, right? But, you know, when I think of the word empire, I think, again, back to my kids, it's like, what am I leaving for them? What, what am I building here, you know? And whatever I'm building, I look at it as like, here's my biggest thing. Have you ever heard of the parable for the talents, right? Oh, yeah. Yes. Okay, so I'm really gonna, I really want to talk about this, because this is what I'm passionate about. And the talents is, you know, the, the, um, they gave the servant five talents, they gave another servant two talents, and they gave another servant one talent, right? The five talent servant came back and he multiplied it by double. So did the two talent and so did the one talent. No, the one talent came back with just one talent because he buried it, right? But then I think about it, and it's like every single person, every single human being, we have greatness that is inside of us. Some of it, it's, it's a little hidden and we can't see that time. But others of us, we know what that that is. And we know what our purpose is. And we know that we're driven. And we're just like this energy that needs to be plugged into a socket so it lights up the whole room, you know? And that's what I think about, about the talents is like every single one of us was born with innate talents that we have, gifts that we have. And it's up to us to go out there and multiply the bejeebies out of it. And it is our job, it is our duty and our responsibility to go out there and multiply it. So whether that's multiplying it with your gifts and your talents or multiplying it with, you know, things that you're building, we are born innate builders and we need to be doing that. And so that's where the word empire comes from. Think of it as building something that's massive because we don't go into things that just to, to kitty corner it, you know, yep. go into it and think big. Well, you mentioned legacy a few times and legacy empire do go together. Yes. That, that you build a legacy, you're building an empire. And I now the audience knows entrepreneurial empire, what they're talking about, what they're hearing. Yeah. So I'm gonna ask you another bold question or, or oh. question. Um, there's a lot of coaches out there. What makes Jacqueline? I know, but tell the audience what makes you a little different, unique, and and, and powerful in what you do. You know, I think what differentiates um, any coach, and especially with working with me, it's not that, how can I say it? I believe there's a coach for everybody out there. And I don't think that I might not be the coach for everybody. And that's okay, because I love vibing with my audience. And my audience is, you know, what makes me different is that I am the no excuse gal. I am so allergic to excusitis. Like if I see excuses coming from a mile away, I'm like putting my face mask on. This is way before pandemic. Okay. So <laughs> I'm like, stay away. You're 
you know? And so like what people see in me is that even I work with very high level people, people that are already leaders of huge organizations. They are already running their own movements. But when they work with me, I hold them accountable. And when I hold them accountable, it's like, no, put your phone away. We're going to dive into this. Let's lay it out. What does the next five years look like for you? Where do you want to be at in five years? What do you want to be speaking about for the next five years and become the master at? And I help people position themselves as the master in their craft, in their talent, in their skill, in their business. And I also love the energy that goes behind what they're doing. So a lot of people will run their business and when they're running their business, they get bogged down with the day-to-day -day operation or they get bogged down with the bottom line. Like we got to make $200,000 this year, this month, you know? So they get bogged down with the numbers and the analytics, but it's like, where's that passion at? Because we need to dig that out, right? So I'm really good at digging people's passion out and really shifting it to an authentic mind space instead of a selling mind space. You talked about it right before we got on this show is like, well, let's not listen to the commission breath people or let's not get pitch slapped by anybody. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so I teach people how to really position themselves from an authentic place where they are leading a revival in what they're doing. There is so much excitement and energy around what they're doing. People are attracted to them and they want to be around them. And then also creating events. So creating those large, massive events where people come and want to be around that energy, wants to hear from that person that I'm working with because they are the edified speaker in that room and they are just pumped up, ready to go. So well said, Jacqueline. This is fantastic. I want to talk podcasts. I love having podcast hosts on my show. Yes. Entrepreneurial Empire is your podcast. What's it about? Who are you looking for? Oh my gosh. So Entrepreneurial Empire is the podcast and I'm so excited about it because so this is the way where you are going to hear from people that have hit the million dollar mark or above and beyond. I have a couple billionaires on the show already. So, you know, it really positions you to understand what it takes to get there. What does it take to build an empire? Where, what does it take? What steps do you need to get? but also understand that these people are just like you and I. They came from the same struggles. Some of them came from worse backgrounds than you can even imagine with no opportunity in their forefront. You know, they had to earn every step, every inch of the way, but they became multi-massive millionaires. So how did they become that? And why can you not become that? So we need to find out the differentiations of that, close the gap on that, and then sky's the limit. Let's go, baby. I love it. It'll be in the show notes. Please subscribe. I will, because I'm excited to hear. Hey, anytime you can hear from somebody who's done it, and it's free, it's the best yeah. education in the world. Yeah. Okay, I, I, I want to do a shout out. How can people get a hold of Jacqueline Hernandez? So, yeah. So, good question. My website is consultjacqueline.com. That's C O N S U L T. Jacqueline, J-A-C-Q-U-E-L-I-N-E.com, consultjacqueline.com. You can go ahead and reach out to me there. Also at my podcast, I mean, you definitely want to take a listen to that, but that's the best way to get a hold of me is through my website. Awesome. I love it. So reach out to her. Yeah. This is exciting times. So let's talk about a book. You're a smart lady. I know you didn't do it by listening just to everybody. 
what kind of books have you read and what are good ones for the audience? Oh my gosh. Okay. So my, my, one of my favorites right now is a uh, good strategy, bad strategy. And I love that book because he really talks about positioning is, is a lot as a big thing to everything. Some people can throw a bunch of things against the wall and things will stick. Right. And, and it works out for some people, but others are like, when you think about preciseness and you think about precision and you think about, you know, really going the distance and making your business into an empire, you have to have a really good strategy behind that. And I think a lot of, um, I think the era that we live in right now, that is very, it's, it's a missed opportunity is to find that good strategy because there is a good, there is a good strategy and there is a such thing as bad strategy and they are yeah. completely the same. <laughs> so Yeah. You can do some damage or do some good. Just yeah. depends which way you go. You mentioned then, thinking, yeah. think and grow rich. It's one of my favorite books. It's why I'm yeah. doing business service art. What because everybody has a different piece. For me, it's law of increase. That's really resonated with me. That's why I love the book. Everybody can take bits and pieces. For you, what did you take out of Think and Grow Rich the times you've read it? I think the think and grow rich for me is the opportunity. And I feel like that's where I really resonate with that book because. Um, you know, being a single mom of five kids, you know, a lot of things that I've had in my in my uh, past that have kind of could have been a setback. But instead of being a setback, I really leaned into my networking, um, you know, the networking element about me and really relied heavily on my network in times. I can tell you I've gone through what is it, the 2008 uh, crash. I've gone through the pandemic. I've gone through, you know, all these different things in, in our history, you know, that our country has faced. And I can tell you, I've never experienced a down cycle in, you know, in moving forward. And I've always been a self um, entrepreneur, you know, so being able to survive the Silicon Valley, I was able to survive the Silicon Valley on an income of, of entrepreneurship. And I, I say that with such compassion because surviving the Silicon Valley is deep. <laughs> Be proud. And we've talked about that. I'm very proud. I'm here still in the Silicon Valley. And I agree with you. It's only getting better or worse, whatever way you look at it. <laughs> I love to ask this question. How do you serve? What's one way you serve that comes right to the top of your head? Oh, the one way that I serve is with, um, you know, again, because of my experience, I like to give back to single moms. Um, so right now I currently have a group uh, for single moms where I'm coaching them for free uh, <laughs> and just really helping their lives and just seeing the transformation that's happening in that group. Um, it, it's just, it is more than any money, you know, definitely. And seeing them, you know, have that relationship back with their families and their kids, because that when you don't have money and you're facing poverty situations, your your relationship with your kids becomes strained and being able to see these relationships just flourish right before my own eyes and you know that to me is just it's amazing for me and i love being able to do that and this might be a crazy statement but you're saving lives as well because fear stress poverty lead to unhealthiness which could lead to death just flat out, let's put it out there. So yes. what you're doing, you know, people are going to say, oh, even you save lives. Well, in a sense, you are by bringing people hope, faith, and the ability to desire and want and know their passion. God bless you, Jacqueline. That's all I got to say. I don't want to, you know, run out of time here. 
I've talked to Jacqueline. We could talk for hours because you have so much to say, so much passion. Your why is pretty obvious as your five kids. And then it leads from there. What? So I want to thank you for being on the show. My, I got so many questions, but we'll leave them for the next time you come on. We'll go part two, Jacqueline Hernandez. <laughs> I love and it. I, I want to thank you for being on. Reach out to her. Her information will be in the show notes. I'm challenging you. Go out there, reach out to her. If you have anything in this show that resonates with you, just reach out. She'll talk to you for 10, 15 or answer an email or, yeah, you know, definitely. whatever. Just reach out because she's, as you can tell, full of knowledge. So with this knowledge, I'd like for you to leave my audience a gift. What advice would you give them in their journey that's helped you to be your journey? It's been so successful. Number one, stay away from excuses. You know, no job is too small and no job is too big. And definitely stay away from ego. Ego is edging God out. Stay away from it. Um, Always be a servant and definitely networking, connecting. Do not ever lose sight of that because that will get you into so many different situations that you never could imagine you would be in. And that all becomes, it it is the fact that we are a community and we rely on each other. Okay. So definitely stay within the network. Steve, that's how we met. We continue to network with each other and feed each other resources. So, you know, you're definitely not going to get to the top alone. So definitely you want to create that community around you. Stay networking, stay connected. Thank you so much, Steve.